0: Welcome to I Am, the Original Blueprint Podcast, where we discuss faith, life, and issues common to man. This podcast is designed to help you grow faith and lead you into a personal revelation of God's purpose for your life. You will be equipped with wisdom to overcome any challenge keeping you from your destiny. It's time to discover your I Am. What's up, guys, family? This is Steve Hudson, creator of the I Am podcast, where we use the word of God to equip you in discovering your purpose in life. In today's podcast, we will discuss the topic, understanding the power of your free will. Let's kick it off with today's summary. Free will is the most powerful attribute given to mankind by God. It represents the human ability to choose and act according to your own individual faculties. God reserved it to be so precious that even he himself would not violate the power of its authority. Free will can be very dangerous as it is powerful. Have you ever wondered why would God let this or that happen? In today's study, we will try to bring clarity to that very question. Let's begin in Psalms 115 verse 16. The heaven of heavens is for God. But he put us in charge of the earth. Here we see the government of the earth has been given to man. This means that all decisions, laws, and justice systems are determined and set by man. God cannot violate the authority of man because that would put him in violation of his word. He will not be unfaithful to anything that he has said. He has put man in charge of the earth. All earth's government has been placed with man. But here's the thing. Man was never meant to live life without God. God desired man to live choosing to submit himself to God, not by force. This is where we end up with life and death, good and evil. Let's check out Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15 through 19. Now, listen, today I'm giving you a choice between life and death, between prosperity and disaster. For I command you this day to love the Lord your God and to keep his commands, decrees, and regulations by walking in his ways. If you do this, you will live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are about to enter and occupy. But if your heart turns away and you refuse to listen, and if you are drawn away to serve and worship other gods, then I warn you now that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live a long, good life in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Today, I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Here we see Moses, the man chosen by God to take God's message to the people. we telling the people, hey, you have two choices here. Life and prosperity or death and disaster. And while one may think, well, that's a no-brainer, no one wants to choose death and disaster, right? But you must remember, life and prosperity comes as a result of choosing God's way. God's way is not attractive to everyone, at least in the beginning. God has been misrepresented by religion, leading people to think that life without God is better than life with God. And this is the Greatest deception and lie ever presented to mankind. Let me tell you, if you are not serving Jehovah God, you are serving a God of something. Ask yourself, what God am I serving today in my life? I remember when God first came after me and I rejected him. He did not stop coming for me, he was patient until I came around to accepting him. He had a better plan for my life, I just couldn't see it at that time. It wasn't until I was brought to my knees with a life experience that got my attention. It got my attention to listen to what God was trying to say to me. God ain't trying to see nobody suffer or live without. It is his will that every man that comes to him experience everything he promised they could have. But it's not enough for it to be God's will. It has to be our will as well. I remember saying the old adage, well, if it's God's will, then this or that will happen. Until later, God corrected me on that. What do you mean if it's my will? Is it your will? My will has been established with my word. What do you will about this situation? Remember, God won't violate our wills. Instead, he wants us to make our will his will. Because that's where the answers and power to every challenge you have in life abides. Making God's will your will. Will functioning as God's little g's in the earth. This was God's plan for mankind to live in peace and prosperity by walking with Him. He wants to be a father and partner to His people. He is not looking to punish you or even destroy you. That is simply not His character nor His will. Let's check out Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 32. I do not want anyone to die, says the sovereign Lord. Turn away from your sins and live. Turn away from your life of sin is what God is saying. Now, let me break this down a little further. A life without God equals a life of sin. God is not talking about an event of sin or a moment of sin. He is asking us to turn from a life to live in sin. A life that dwells in sin by every choice and decision he or she makes. I want to be clear about this because just because you may continue to see acts or let's say residue of sin in your life, it doesn't mean that God is still not working you and walking with you and, and, and leading you into perfection. That's the journey. Your journey, your life is perfected over time as you walk with God you begin to make different choices, have different desires as you begin to renew your mind from spending time with God. God is looking for a heart of repentance. Let's pick up in 2nd Peter chapter 3 verse 9. The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. God is patient with us. He is not looking to destroy us. His will is for everyone to repent and be saved. But the real truth is, everyone will not be saved. And why? Because it must be in their will to have a relationship with God. God cannot and will not force you to choose him. He will send messengers and use life circumstances to influence you to choose him. He wants to be chosen. I mean, think about it. Who wants a relationship that is forced? Who wants a friendship or a spouse or even a gift that was given out of coercion? At that point, it's not real. It's not genuine. And therefore, it will never last. Just like us, God loves to be wanted. His plea and open invitation for us to come to him is our protection, not him trying to control us. I remember God correcting me one time, even with my children. He said, Train them how to use their free will instead of forcing yours upon them. See, as parents, we mean extremely well making our children be obedient and trying to lead them to the truth of God for their lives. But we have to be more focused on training their free will of obedience, training them how to use and exercise their free will. Let's check out Proverbs 22, verse 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. I remember hearing this story about a guy that made his daughter play basketball at a very young age. And she played basketball several years until she reached college. Once she got to college, she quit basketball. And the father was very surprised and even disgruntled that she made this decision. He said to her, you've been playing basketball since forever. Why do you want to quit now? And she told him. I never liked basketball. I just played because you made me play. Once she reached an age to exercise her own free will, basketball was over. As a father, I've had some of these tough experiences as well. I learned to pay more attention to training my children how to make decisions rather than forcing them into decisions. It will only help them as they continue to walk in life and exercise their own free will train a child in the way they should go, or better yet, train a child how to use their free will constructively. Let's check out Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 through 14. For everyone who continues to feed on milk is obviously inexperienced and unskilled in the doctrine of righteousness, of conformity to the divine will and purpose, thought, and action. For he is a mere infant not able to talk yet. But solid food is for full grown men, for those whose senses and mental faculties are trained by practice to discriminate and distinguish between what is morally good and noble and what is evil and contrary either to divine or human law. I need y'all to hear me when I say this. If children or adults for that matter are allowed to exercise their free will Without proper guidance and training, they can hurt themselves and others, risking their lives and other people's lives as well. Free will carries a notion of responsibility and self-control. Children who have not been trained or given the opportunity to exercise their own free will will eventually grow up to become adults that make bad decisions. Free will has to be trained. Your own free will is what determines life and prosperity or death and disaster. Inexperience and unskilled in truth will lead to poor choices in relationships, financial matters, choosing a spouse, and even your health. I learned some of my suffering in life were due to being inexperienced and unskilled in some of my decisions. The Bible says their senses and mental faculties are trained by practice to discriminate and distinguish between what is good and evil. Some people have pierced themselves with many regrets, hardships, and even a loss of time due to the use of their own free will or their underdeveloped training in their free will. If you are feeling this today, I have some exciting news for you. Check out Colossians chapter four, verse five. Walk in wisdom toward them that are without redeeming the time. If you feel like you have made some bad decisions that is affecting your life in a negative way as a result of your own free will, you can change that. Repentance is the highest law in the kingdom of God. You can choose to walk in wisdom and redeem the time you have lost. Yes, wisdom will accelerate you to recover anything you may have lost relationships finances health marriage restored faith and so much more god wants to restore you he will not leave you in bondage against your will if this is you simply repeat these words god i need your help i will my free will to align with your original plan for my life today I submit my will to you that you may increase me and prosper me in every area of my life. Help me to recognize those you have put in my life to bring me closer to you. That's it. God is ready to restore your life. Now, here's what's next. You must begin to meditate his word to help renew your mind to the mind of God. Either read his word, listen to the word, or simply ask him, to lead you where you need to be to improve your life. In conclusion, I leave you with this. Free will is a matter of influence. Through your free will, you can give life and you can take life. Everything in the kingdom of God operates on free will, salvation, tithing and giving, marriage, relationships, dress codes, tattoos, sowing and reaping. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. And this is where you need God's will to know and understand what is beneficial for you. That's the wisdom God will impart to you as you begin to walk with him. This concludes today's topic, And if you'd like to consider becoming a partner to I am the original blueprint, you can sow into the movement via cash app or PayPal at I am Steve Hudson or email me at I am Steve Hudson at Gmail dot com in him kingdom business.